Welcome back, creeps. Hey, y'all. Welcome from this very special uh, new studio that we're trying out. <laughs> the acoustics here are amazing. Yeah, like, actually uh, are really nice. Yeah. Um, or maybe there's a bit of an echo. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, we're in my granny's... Spare one of room. my granny's spare rooms. The smallest room. Yeah. And it is fucking hot. That's because you're right behind the... Yeah. Yeah. South-facing window. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take off my shirt real quick. So we've been here for a week now. Well, tomorrow will be a week, actually. Yeah, already. Uh -huh. And it feels like we've been here. For me, it feels like we've been here a while uh, because of the amount of stuff that we've done. I feel like we've done a whole lot of nothing, but we've been busy every day. Mm. You know, that kind of way, because it's like, oh, shit, like now such and such is in the house. We got to go up and like. Make sure we don't leave anybody out and like Yeah. But yeah, the baby is good. Yeah, she's still small. Yeah, so a lot of our time, not gonna lie, has been spent just sitting around watching her stretching and like pissing and shitting and everybody just stands around going, Ah <laughs> So that's yeah. really nice. Yeah. I I think that's part of the reason why um it feels like we're doing nothing because we're just sitting there watching her. <laughs> yeah, which is what we came here to do. Yeah, so. <laughs> she's not gonna be that small. I like that. I feel the next exactly the next time we see her, she's gonna be much bigger than that. So we kind of just have to take that in right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, we definitely are. Lots of just walking around holding the baby. Yeah, it's a cliche for a reason. They do grow up very, very fast. Yeah. Um. But no, thanks to everybody who's had like you know happy vacation and enjoy ourselves now we definitely are yeah we're definitely relaxing and catching up with friends and stuff like that too mm -hmm. i i've ne personally i've never slept this long i know i've been waking up before you it's strange. yeah that's so bizarre yeah uh, mm -hmm. and then yeah so like from the minute we do get up well dulce has takes her time and does her makeup mm -hmm. which is very and, nice yeah and usually in that time i'm sitting downstairs talking to granny getting the gossip yep and then after that it's just like okay where to next where to next now yeah. where are we going and yeah yeah lots I, of that i think we only uh sat in with granny one evening throughout the whole week and even then we got called off because uh i had to go help my little sister's friend yeah well y'all did i got to spend some time with granny which yeah. is what i wanted to do yeah and then next week we have plans and the week after that we have plans so lots of lots more running around and just like seeing cool shit like yeah we already went out for like a nice spooky drive if anybody follows our instagram you probably saw lots of dark videos but we there's like a specific drive that we like to go on in the mountains yeah up in the mountains and um it just takes you all the back roads and then you finally get down to this cemetery mm -hmm. which seems like in the middle of nowhere and it's like fucking hundreds of years old and you get to go in and walk around at night yeah and well, I mean, there's no gates, so I don't think it's like a, like, I don't think you're not supposed to be there, you know? Yeah, I mean? yeah. It's it's a really old cemetery. I don't think anyone ever gets buried there anymore. Probably not, no. The, uh, what I think what used to be a church there has no ceilings and the walls are just falling apart. Yeah, it's not ruin, in like. Not in real time, but they've fallen apart. Yeah, and, it's just like an old church ruin, yeah. Yeah, and uh, there'll be like the smallest pod of houses in the mountains, and then maybe a handful sprinkled here and there, but it, the majority of it is just nothing. Yeah, so like you look out the window, 
and there's nothing yeah only what like your car lights can just light up so it was really funny because uh sophia's dad the baby's dad was with us and uh he saw a deer and he got the shit scared out of him. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna let him forget that um but yeah so it was it, it was it's so dark we pulled over just to sort of be out in it and uh Turned off all the car lights. And Turned stuff. off all the car lights and we couldn't even see each other when we were standing right next to each other. But you could see the stars. You can see the stars. And right. they're amazing. Mm-hmm. And Dulce is convinced she heard a little girl. I heard a little girl. You heard a little girl, even though you want to explain it away to yourself. I don't know. I know you're trying to convince yourself it wasn't a little girl. No, I genuinely didn't hear a little girl. I heard a noise. And Kian, uh, who's Sophia's dad... Uh, also heard it yeah mm-hmm. and then it was when we started talking about it fervent fer- fervently uh it kind of just scared us even more we ran into the car <laughs> we <Yeah. left> <laughs> i was like oh well <laughs> but no we definitely all heard something and then we pulled into um i i'm gonna try we haven't been taking that much video because a lot of our activities have just been sitting around catching up with each other so We'll probably have more stuff for videos next week. But this week, you will see small videos um, on the Adam and Dulce YouTube channel. Um, And you'll see us go to this hostel, which is in the middle of the mountains. Everything is just pitch dark around it. Like there is houses, like neighbors and stuff. Yeah. But um, while we were there as well, we definitely heard like me and Kleena, me and my little sister were down there. Mm hmm. And uh, we did hear shouting or something. And then all of a sudden, because she booked it. Yeah. And we definitely heard it. Now, I'm not saying it was a fucking ghost. It could have been neighbors. Like, you know what I mean? Having a party yeah. or something. But, but it a, was like late on a Tuesday night. It was late on a Tuesday night. And I, I gave you the benefit of the doubt because like, okay, it probably is somebody around here. And thinking back on it now, we were going down that street, passing up the house. And the next neighbor wasn't. And was not Good next door. Away. Yeah, was yeah, not yeah. next door. Yeah, they're country neighbors. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was a nice little introduction back into. Uh, yeah. Just being back home. Spooky, spooky Dublin. Yeah. And happy birthday, Roisin, my youngest sister. That was what we did on her birthday night. <laughs> yeah. That's what she wanted to do. Yeah. She wanted to take a drive in the mountains. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then big shout out to Carl and Sarah, our spooky friends from back here. Mm-hmm. who obviously we haven't seen in a long time. We met up with them last night. Yeah, that was really nice. And they were telling us spooky stories from Loftus Hall because they were actually at the very last, um, I think it's Paranormal Research Island. Ireland. They organized mm-hmm. an event in Loftus Hall mm-hmm. and they got to go to the very last one ever because it's been sold and they spent the night there and stuff like that. And yeah, we were just having nice spooky chats with them and they bought us loads of like really nice... Loftus Hall stuff, mm-hmm. which we will definitely be wearing and will show up. I wonder if they're going to keep the name or if they're going to change the name. I think the name is what makes it. Oh, okay. For a lot. like So it yeah. might be Loftus Hall by the Hilton. or so, you know, All <laughs> yeah. we know is that it's been bought by like a, a hotel. hotel. Chain. Yeah. So it's not going away exactly, but it's just not going to be a, uh, you know, the spooky destination that it is yeah. currently. So, yeah, that was really nice as well. Mm-hmm. Got us feeling spooky again. And hopefully, not next week, but the week after, we will all be going up to the Hellfire Club. Mm-hmm. 
for a right little session. Yeah. I've got my spirit box. We've got our cameras. We've got our lights. Mm-hmm. We've got a tripod. <laughs> we've got all the makings of it. We just need to actually go. And do it, yeah. And do it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the other night when we were driving around the mountains, I didn't realize how cold it was until I looked at the car and it was minus one outside. Oh, shit. Which is like, I think, 25 degrees or 27 Fahrenheit or something. Really? Yeah. So it it hasn't been that cold since. Proud of myself. I'm proud of you too, yeah. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, hopefully it won't be that cold when we're going up the Hellfire Club because late, like the last couple of nights have been like kind of warmer mm-hmm. and not too bad. So, Well, if it's that cold, I'm ready. Yeah, you are ready. <laughs> I've come equipped with fleece line things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so this week's episode is going to be a titillating tales of true terror mm-hmm. because we've been too busy to do anything else. Yeah. But we still wanted to uh, put out a nice episode for yeah. you all. Because apparently we don't know the meaning of an actual vacation. Well, <laughs> and if you do hear creepy noises in the background, it's just my granny. She is very much alive and with us, so it's not a ghost. <laughs> anyway, this story was sent to us on Reddit like two months ago by user, I don't know, it's uh, No You Duho. Okay. N O U D U H O. And uh, apologies, I didn't see it because like we messaged over a year ago. Yeah. And then randomly they just sent me this. So anyway. It's called, I live in an apartment where an infamous child murder occurred. Long story with a bit of graphic exposition. Reader discretion advised. And so I have read this in advance just because of that title. And it is a bit, uh, can be a bit heavy, so just be warned. But it says, for those of you who have read my other stories, I seem to be a magnet for child spirits. So a bit of history. In 2009... The national media got swept up in a story about an eight-year-old who had been reported missing by his mother. Amber alerts went out, thousands of people joined the search, but for days he wasn't found. His mother was on TV asking for help finding her son at all hours of the day. Then, a few days later, he was found floating in one of the irrigation canals. Upon investigation... It was discovered that the mom's boyfriend was doing unspeakable, evil things and physically abusing this boy. For punishment, he would be, quote, locked in the walls, an unfinished closet for access to the central air and heating unit, and he had to stay in there for hours. Health and welfare would do routine check-ins at the home, during which the mother and her boyfriend would lock the boy in the closet so they wouldn't see the bruising from the most evil, quote, punishment in which the boy had to lay on the floor and the mom's boyfriend would do knee drops onto his chest with force. Do the math here. I do not want to get more graphic. The mother and her boyfriend then took the body half a mile to the canal and dropped it in, went back home and called in the missing child report. For justice sake, the mother and her boyfriend are now in prison in general population. A fate worse than the... a fate worse than the death penalty for people who hurt children. Fast forward four years to 2013. My wife and I were looking for an apartment for us and our two kids. We got into a three-bedroom apartment that sets the rent you pay based on your income. That's pretty cool, actually. There's a pool, fitness center, in-unit washer and dryer, central air and heat. Paradise compared to where we lived before. We had no idea what we were moving into. 
As I began to make friends with my neighbours, I got to talk with some of the old timers, the ones that had been living there for years. We would talk about a lot of different things, but as soon as they found out which apartment I lived in, they said, oh, you live in that apartment. Have you had anything weird happen yet? To which I would say, no, why? Do you remember the, insert child's name here, case? That's the apartment you live in. During the search and discovery coverage, the news was careful not to disclose the actual location where it all occurred. They showed a house a few blocks away where the boy would often go because his friends lived there. We had no way to know what we had just moved into. Our state also doesn't have a mandatory disclosure law. I don't think Texas does either. I think if you ask, they have to tell you. Yeah. But they don't have to tell you without, unless you ask. Yeah. Well, the lack of activity was short-lived. Odd little things started happening. If I took off my glasses and set them down while they defog after I come in from the cold, I would come back to that spot a few minutes later and my glasses weren't there. And I would finally find them right where I left them, in the spot they were, and then they weren't. And then they were. Mm. How fucking annoying. And I'm talking about the middle of a clean counter or a ledge right by the door. Not something I'm just going to overlook. They were there. Then they weren't. Then they were. I initially chalked this up to the fact that I'm getting older and I also have MS. I'm also a tobacco smoker. Only tobacco. And numerous times I looked and looked and couldn't find the lighter that I just had an hour ago. Finally, I would go to the kitchen drawer and grab the box of matches in the drawer and head out to the patio. Just as I got the match lit and touched it to the tip of my cigarette, something fell on my hand and clattered to the ground by my feet. I looked down and there's my lighter. Also, a fun one that happens. I shave when I'm in the shower and I keep my razor in a caddy hanging from the shower head. I will be on the other end of the bathtub soaping up Okay, <laughs> and feel something hit my back and then fall to the floor. My razor mysteriously travelled four feet through the air and hit me in the back. <laughs> Jesus. Most of the stuff that happens is small, mischievous and funny. The kind of jokes and pranks a child would play. And now I've taken to say hello to him every time he does something like this. But as more happens and I research more about the case... So much more comes to light about things that had been happening and I didn't know why. My daughter's room has the closet where the air and heat unit is housed. She would always complain about hearing scratching, banging and occasionally a voice coming from the closet. We're on the ground floor and there are living fleshy children upstairs. Apartments always have sounds. But no dad, this sound is in the closet, she would say. I still explained it away about how sound travels and amplifies and heating ducts until the breaker on the heater popped and I had to go in and try and reset it. And then I saw, scratched into the wood frame in the walls, half hidden by years of dust, the murdered child's name. I sanded it out so my daughter wouldn't see it and get freaked out. We can't afford to find another place to live in this city. Also, occasionally... When my son and I are talking crap and both of us bust out laughing, there was another laugh in the room with us. That's kind of sweet. But my wife and daughter are in the other rooms or just not at home at all. This brings me to the point where I just have to tell the story 
because it just happened for the first time 20 hours ago as of the time that I'm writing this. My wife and I both woke up at the same time because we heard someone whispering in our room. As my eyes first opened, I saw a young boy kneeling next to the bed, reaching out for my little dog who was sleeping next to me. Not a transparent apparition either, solid appearing and kneeling right next to the bed and trying to pet my dog. As consciousness and my connection to reality increased, the boy faded away into the ether. Ordinarily, I could just attribute this to me just still being sleeping and dreaming, but I saw my wife moving off the bed toward the bathroom as he faded away in front of my fully opened eyes. But yeah, I live in an apartment where a nationally covered child murder occurred. What is it with me and child spirits? Fucking hell. It could definitely be worse. It could definitely be worse. No, you you ho from two months ago but thank you so much for for, uh, bringing that story to our attention because that's like the most um like not stereotypical is not the word that i'm looking for but it like really hits the nail on the head with everything that you would expect to go along with a little ghost boy living in your house yeah yeah and i like that like sometimes he's just fucking with them yeah i like that too but he also seems happy because he's laughing with them yeah it, it yeah the history is definitely sad but the haunting is not malicious so that's good yeah, like... I like to hear those kinds of stories. It's nice that the kid seems happy now. Right. Right, so... My story is by user Mom Says I'm Pretty. Oh, that's good. True story time. I was about four or five years old, and my parents had just separated. My mom was living in a two-bedroom apartment. I had my own room, but I preferred to sleep in her bed whenever I was staying with her. Our two bedrooms were at the end of a hallway, directly across from each other. Our apartment was on the first floor, and I remember that it was in the middle of summer and my mom had a window open in her room, which was directly behind the bed, above the headboard. Anyways, I woke up in the middle of the night and remember sitting up and seeing that her cat was sitting in the door frame of my mom's room. Her door was open and you could partially see into my bedroom. This was strange because our cat was typically in bed with us. As I was watching him, he walked into my bedroom and meowed. I turned to face my mom and wake her up. In the three, four seconds it took her to wake up and ask me what was wrong, we both looked back up in the doorframe and there was a man standing by my open door, making his way out of my bedroom. I still don't know how she managed to do it so quickly, but my mother proceeded to pick me up and literally throw me out of the screen window. Again, we were on the first floor, and it was maybe a three-foot drop to the ground. She quickly followed, and we were able to start screaming for help, and someone called 911. The police came, but didn't see any signs of forced entry, only that our front door was unlocked, which led them to believe the man must have exited that way. The strange thing was that my mom swore up and down that she had locked the door that night with the deadbolt and chain lock. About a week later, she was cleaning the kitchen and opened up our water heater closet and found a notebook with names and drawings, as well as a pair of gloves and some gum wrappers. The police were called again, and all they could do was speculate that the man had been in our house and hid until we were asleep. Edit, just to clarify, our apartment was on the ground level, so my mother didn't hurl me into potential paralysis. 
Just a three-ish foot drop to grass. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but whoa, I thought it was going to be a ghost, man. I wasn't expecting it to be actual fucking solid fleshy man as Nyo Yu Ho said. Got you. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. That's like one of, I don't know. It's still spooky. It's, yeah, it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what I would do. And it's the ultimate scary story at the minute i feel like Mm. you know what i mean it's like and she was living in the closet all along Mm -hmm. but like what's the notebook and the drawings for like she's just observing people could be fucking creep check your closets people Mm -hmm. (laughs) your water heater closet yeah all right this next one was actually sent to us on december 26th and i never wrote back i always write back to emails but uh so sorry tess so this is Tess who sent us the delightful picture of Porkchop and Max that we cherish dearly. It's one of our prized possessions. Mm-hmm. And their Instagram handle is Paint Pains. Do make sure you go check them out. They do amazing art and stuff like that. Yeah, get a little picture of your doggo or your cat. Yeah. Anyway, Tess says, Hi Adam and Dulce. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thank you very much. I hope you had a great Christmas. And a happy 2022. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm writing again to tell you another short story from my past. Now, this doesn't involve any ghosts or cryptids. It's more of a let's not meet type thing. Mm. That's strange because we lit that. How that worked out strange. But since I first heard you guys on that show, I figured you'd like it. Plus, they have plenty of stories. That's true. They do have plenty of stories. So here we go. This story is about Dave. Back when I was around 18 years old, my delinquent friends and I would hang out at our local Starbucks. There weren't a lot of options in our tiny town, so we would just hang out there, smoking and sipping cheap coffee for hours. Sounds like the dream. There were quite a few retirees who would also do this. Those pesky retirees, (laughs) it's no good. (laughs) So we got to know them a little. They were cool always looking out for us kids, so we trusted them for the, mo- for the most part. A lot of them had kids our age. Anyway, along comes Dave. Dave is a skinny, ragged-looking 50-something-year-old. He's always wearing a baseball hat, has a weathered, wrinkled face, and a scraggly beard hanging down to mid-chest. He also has long, scraggly hair. Picture, like, an old-fashioned hobo or castaway. That's Dave. All that being said, he's usually clean and well-dressed. As we came to find out, Dave is a small-time actor who plays exactly those types of roles in commercials, etc. Nice. Our town was about three hours from Hollywood. So without too much hesitation, we become as comfortable with Dave as we had with the other oldies. He's harmless, right? Wrong. I think my friend was a little more suspicious than I was, but I digress. Now... Dave is a big talker. He goes on and on about himself. He would always come up and sit with us 18-year-old girls without being invited and then completely take over the conversation. Annoying, but whatever. Then he started talking about mildly inappropriate stuff like his dating life, etc. He also started coming up behind us and hugging us for no good reason. None of the other oldies did that. He also asked us about our teenager lives, who we liked, started adding us on Facebook, just weird stuff for an older guy to do. So there's the background. Overly friendly old dude. 
So this one time, I'm at Starbucks alone, just drawing or whatever, because it's test from paint paint. And here comes Dave. He sits down uninvited and starts talking. He compliments me and then says, hey, I'm taking care of this land out of an area an hour or so away. Very rural. You should come up there with me and do a photo shoot. It'll be great. It's beautiful up there. At this point in my life, I hadn't learned how to say no. So I kind of weirdly said I'd ask my parents and just left. I had no intention of going, but I'd never run into this breed of creep before. Anyway, I haven't seen Dave in several years. The last time I did, I was old enough to put on the don't fuck with me face and he left me alone. I know nothing super creepy happened, but I wanted to share because I'm sure there are some young people who listen and like me, think they know how to handle themselves. It would have been so easy for me as a rebellious, naive teenager to say yes to this creep's invitation. In case anyone needs to hear this, creeps are everywhere. Trust no one. If it feels weird, it is. You can still be a victim at any age. Anyway, there's the story. Hope you guys had a great holiday and have a, happy, a fantastic new year. We I love, love you, Tess. Tess McDonald. Yeah, we love you dearly. Such a good message for the young ones. Well, and like she said, any, any Anyone, age. Anyone, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was, um, there was like a younger girl at the gym and I was, I've been telling her, I'm like, she came up to me because of situations similar to this. And I was like, you need to listen to this podcast. Like, mm-hmm. let's not meet mm-hmm. because all those stories are so much like, yes, these are real life stories. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure these people that these stories happened to were probably in the mindset of. I don't see this happening to anyone and it's never happened to me. Therefore, it'll never happen to me. Yeah. And then it happens. Yeah. And like we, when I used to hang around up at the shops here, there was event one time they got in, like we would do the same thing, like not really causing any fucking mayhem or anything, Mm -hmm. just hanging out at the back of the shops, like being teenagers because there was nothing else to do. Mm -hmm. And they hired like a security guard to get rid of us. And we ended up befriending the security guard. And we didn't see the red flags that this guy was actually fucking a little bit too weird, a little bit too close to us. And then all of a sudden, one night, he's in one of the girls' houses with us at a, like as we we're all like just trying to have beers and chill out. Like, And then all of a sudden, it was too late and very creepy. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, he got fired and yeah. <laughs> moved on probably for being inappropriate somewhere else. But yeah, so it is definitely a good story to share with it. They're People out there. Of all ages. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And if that's you, stay the fuck away from the young ones. Yeah. And don't be a creep to women or like, dudes. Yeah, like I think that a lot of them sometimes, I'm not saying all of them, genuinely don't realize they're even being a creep. Like they don't see what's wrong with their behavior. It's like the lack of self-awareness. Yeah. And that that's just as bad. Like. Mm-hmm. So anyway, give us another story, they'll say. All right. <laughs> but yeah, thank you, Tess. So this user's name was deleted uh yep a terrifying but true story i experienced when i was 12 i moved to my dad's when i was 10 and didn't know anyone in the area except for the family my dad was friends with single mom with three kids luckily there was a girl a couple years older than me 12 at the time that i met her and we got to know each other a little over a couple of years we weren't close but ended up having the same friends One night, my friend Rob was hanging out with her and her younger brother. They happened to be in the house alone because my friend's mom was at work, single mom. 
which is where this gets terrifying and sad. Her mother has been helping this one lady through her work and got to know her fairly well. She found out her sister was in a mental institution and was let out recently. The night Rob is hanging out with my friend, they get a knock on the door. My friend thought it was just her mom. She knocks a certain way when she's coming in and answered it without thinking. Rob wasn't supposed to be there and he took off through the window to his house down the road. He never thought twice about it. It wasn't her mom. It was the sister of the lady her mom was helping. And she figured out through talking to her sister where her family lived and her mom's working schedule. She came in, and this is where I don't know details, and I'm glad I don't. My friend's younger brother got away to the neighbors to call the police. The lady brutally murdered my friend a week from Christmas, decapitated her, and left her body naked in a bathtub. She hit her head, like hit it. Whoa. They had to look through the presents, and I don't know where they found it, but they did. I wasn't allowed to go to her funeral. Hold on. What? Yeah. So so why did the lady show up? So she just got let out of an an institution. Okay, okay, okay. And she, her sister, the lady who killed uh, the storyteller's friend, found out that the mom wasn't going to be in this house. So she went over fully meaning to... To do some harm, yeah. Jesus Christ, that story definitely took me by surprise. Fucking hell. See, Tess, that could have been you. But it's not. But it's not because you, you said no. But, um... That's fucking horrific. But even then, like, she thought it was her mom. Like, yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. it's not her fault. No, I know, I know. I was yeah. Trying to and if it wasn't her, it would have been someone else. Yeah, no, that is insane. Jesus Christ, though, these stories have all taken me by surprise this yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hell i was not expecting that so yeah in other spooky news my little sister came to us after work well on her lunch break from work to see the baby and uh informed us that somebody in her job thinks she may have seen a weird shadow person in the security camera in the house while they were all there <laughs> so it's a uh a, a crash yeah like a child it's a daycare daycare yeah sorry i couldn't think of the word and it's just in what used to be just a regular house that they converted to make it like a, a daycare, daycare. Yeah. yeah and in one of the rooms that was empty of children as the i guess the manager was talking in her office she just happened to look at the fucking the security, security monitor yeah mm-hmm. and saw something and like my sister said that they were both like pale and shaking afterwards like they really think they saw something uh-huh so we're hoping we might be able to get in there after hours. And... Well, she said, uh, when Kalina was explaining it to me, she said that the lady um, said that it looked like a woman, a gray woman in a long dress. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That's she... why she was so scared, because she said there's someone in there. I saw someone. Oh, I didn't realize all that. Yeah. Fucking hell. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't want to go up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that's all the stories for this week, right? Oh, I have one if you, you want. Yeah, sure. Go for yeah. It. So this is by user Atticus. My ex-wife had several weird experiences. I'll just relate this one. I'm at work one day when she calls me out of the blue. We were still married at the time. 
She usually did not call me during the day because she worked the night shift. She tells me to call my friend Danny and make sure he and his family are okay. When I ask why, she tells me that she had a dream but can't remember it, but that I should call Danny and make sure he's okay. So I call Danny and check in with him. I tell him about my wife's dream. He is mildly amused but tells me that he and his family are fine and to thank my wife for her concern. I call her back and let her know all is well. She's very dubious when she hears the news. I found out later that within half an hour of my phone call to Danny, he got another call from his uncle in Florida to tell him that Danny's son had hanged himself. Whoa. Yeah. Jesus Christ, you're really pulling out all the stops with these dark <laughs> stories this week. <laughs> that shit is crazy. That's what we are now wondering what Sophia is uh, really what? seeing with those baby eyes of hers. Yeah. Since her mom was such a... She was the same when she freak, was little. You know, weird freak, yeah. <laughs> but, um, was all right, it guys. a granny pig? Nanny was, pig. Nanny pig was scared of her. Yeah, and then this room here that we're actually recording in is supposed to be haunted. Yeah, this is where my other great granny, uh, no, my, yeah, 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 my other great granny passed away in this room, I think. You know, and I was thinking if this was the room, because I remember. I think it was in a conversation that either you had with your sisters or something that one of the rooms was haunted. And every time I get out of the bathroom at night, I feel something watching me from the doorway here. Really? Yeah. And I didn't know if it was this room or not because I, I never like, you know, like when I'm in the house and it's almost like I feel this room existing. The other ones, To the point where the other ones I don't even pay attention to. It's almost like they don't exist. Yeah. But this one always has a feeling. That's interesting. But yeah, I think it is this room. This was definitely the room where she uh, lived for like her last years. I don't know Mm -hmm. if she actually passed away in the room or not. But um, yep. Mm. That's where granddad said that he saw her on the landing. But like, you know. He was also going through it at the time, so we don't really know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's your. It feels like a man. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh well, then it could just be Granddad. Yeah, it could be Granddad. It probably doesn't help that the lights in the bathroom flicker. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm an electrician. My dad's an electrician, and my granny's house. The lights are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> the switches are in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. The lights in the the light on the landing is like a weird greenish color. Yeah. And the one in the bathroom was flickering. Yeah. Someone really needs to hire an electrician. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, there you go, guys. This was just a nice little short titillating tales of true terror. Yeah. And uh, a life update. (laughs) (laughs) How we're getting on on our holidays. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Next week, I will actually have some uh, proper material, I think. Maybe. Depending on how fucking busy we are. Yeah. (laughs) But um. Yeah, hope you all enjoyed. And make sure to send in your stories so we have more. I do. I think that is the first email I didn't write back to. And I'm actually really annoyed at myself that I didn't. <laughs> so sorry, Tess. Adam uh, holds himself to a certain standard. I do. I do. And he fell below that. So that's, I did. He probably won't be able to sleep tonight, Tess. No. I'm going to be writing letters. Like <laughs> handwritten letters. <laughs> um, But no, thank you all so much for listening to the show. And we hope you're all having a wonderful time. Yes. Make sure to check out our videos on Adam and Dulce's YouTube. 
your makeup channel? Oh, yeah. Uh, Dulce's Recreations. Recreations. Dulce's Recreation on YouTube. Yeah. And if I... Let us know if we we sound relaxed because I feel relaxed. Yeah, this is legit the most relaxed I've, I think I've seen you. Like this is... Like I was telling Adam um, that usually when I shower, I make them super quick. And... And it, it seems like such a small thing, but I think I was so stressed. Like, and I, I didn't, I don't know how to turn it off mm-hmm. where I don't even like, since I've been here, I've been actually taking my time and enjoying showers. And I remember you had mentioned like offhandedly, like that showers were a thing that you enjoyed. And I'm just yeah. like, it, it, like to me, it just, it's just a check mark off yeah, of the things I, that I have to do and now I understand what you mean yeah I always have long showers yeah also don't worry about if you're hearing random kids in the background the children actually just play outside here and it's quite yeah. refreshing it's not ghost children either yeah they're tangible children fleshy children, <laughs> as fleshy our story. children. yeah so yeah guys thank you all so much for listening and uh yeah bye bye